Welcome to Millennium Live, the official podcast of the Millennium Alliance. Join us for a conversation of life, leadership, and how today's top leaders are digitally transforming the enterprise. Welcome all of you in the Millennium Alliance. I love your forum. I love being there in person. And I love the questions and presenting all of you. So this is a little difficult given the amazing times I've had with you in the past, but hopefully you'll enjoy this session. So I want to introduce my dear friend, colleague, and somebody I admire incredibly, Craig Brommers, who is the CMO, Chief Marketing Officer of American Eagle, the one of the leading retail brands in the world today. Craig and I have been um, associated for quite a number of years just as friends. And recently we came together because full confession, I am a board member of American Eagle Outfitters. And I was one of the proud interviewers of him as he was, uh, as we pursued him for this job. So Craig, welcome to the Millennium Alliance and to our session today. Hey, thanks, David. Great to be here. I know you've had a great relationship with Millennium Alliance for many years. And I got to tell all of the participants that any time spent with David Sable is time well spent. So look forward to hanging out with you for a half hour. Good. So let's jump in. I'm going to ignore COVID for now. Usually that's how I start, but we we only have a half an hour and we want to get to the meat. So Craig, we all know retail is dead. We all know that, right? Just read the papers. Like every day it's either dead or it's not dead. Crazy. The pundits have have weighed in. And yet American Eagle stock is going to the sky. Your sales are going to the sky. What gives? David, I've been... um in this title, in this role for some of the most iconic American retail brands, Gap, Abercrombie and Fitch, Calvin and Klein. I've never experienced a quarter like we've just experienced um, in our industry and certainly here at American Eagle as well. And for anyone to say that retail debt, it's just dead wrong. Um, Earnings season has begun. Many retailers putting up eye-popping numbers. Um, We had to pre-announced to the street um, some of our exciting progress and exciting momentum. And I think this just speaks to the fact that certainly for our Gen Z kid, they want to return to the real world in a way that not only um, meets 2019, but probably exceeds 2019. Um, And I think that bodes really well for our industry and other industries for the remainder of the year. So you talked about the rapid return. Just build on that a little bit. So February, if you and I were having this conversation, I would have been fairly glum um, as, you know, COVID upticks had kind of been around the country, malls open, but traffic still pretty depressed. I kid you not, second week of March, yes, stimulus affected it, but so did spring breaks. So did the return to live and in-person school for some of our kid. So did the continuing economic um, progress. We were bonkers in our business. I've never seen anything like it, you know, being planned by um, a significant amount day after day, week after week. And that momentum has just continued into the summer season for us. Um, And again, our kid is voting very loudly that they want to get into the real world. They want to buy something ultra feminine, over color, close to get back together again. Um, And it's just, again, simply unbelievable um, and very, very encouraging. So let's talk about where they're buying. So pre-COVID, 
you are already making incredible strides online. The business is becoming more and more digital and yet still had plenty of stores. Comes COVID, stores shut, digital goes up. Everybody's predicting no one will ever go back to a store. You guys open up in incredible ways. And I want you to describe how you opened up because it was different than I think any other retailer out there. And all of a sudden, the dead malls have traffic going to American Eagle. So Absolutely let's right. start pre-COVID in the move and then tell us what happened. Yeah, we publicly reported that our sales were 65% physical, 35% digital pre-COVID. To your point, at the height of the pandemic, um, those, those sales um, definitely uh, leaned over into digital and we were about 55, 45 digital to physical. But as our stores opened, and listen, American Eagle and Aerie have always had some of the most energetic retail environments in the mall, and we made sure that that was going to continue. Um, and I actually called us the, the, the light and the beacon in the mall because it felt fun, it felt happy, it felt safe, it felt appropriate for the times, and we were definitely beating um, store traffic um, throughout fiscal 20, but as we have dug into 21, um, traffic trends now are exceeding 2019. Um, and, you know, sure enough, the pundits were wrong. Um, physical stores are a large part of the reason that we are a winner in, in this retail climate. So um, digital is still extremely important, still growing, um, taking nothing away from that, but the return of physical is real. And how does the shopper balance the physical and the digital? And how do you, you help them balance that? Yeah, you, you know this. Um, the, the shopper is toggling between their physical and digital worlds on a daily uh, basis. And, and often that's happening in the physical store as well. Um, you know, she's coming in and saying, hey, I saw Addison Ray wear this tiny top. Where is it in the store? Help me. And the, and the associate is helping. So I think what you're seeing, unlike any other time of retail, is this innovation play in where a thought becomes an actionable um, execution in store in a very compressed time. And the blurring of physical and digital is happening. Um, and, and because of that, and because of the innovation that our teams have been able to share, the, the kid knows that it's, uh, it's an experience with the American Eagle brand. It's not an experience in a physical or digital environment. So I love that. It's an experience with the brand. The brand transcends. Now, I've always been a foe of digital first or mobile first or anything first, just because we live in a digital mobile world. It's sort of obvious. And yet there are retailers and others who still talk that way. That's not the language at American Eagle. You talk about customer first, person first. Yeah, and David, you've you've always pushed me, pushed us to think about insights first. And there's just no doubt that the digital device is the oxygen for our kid. But there's also no doubt that they're the most social creatures among any of the generations. And so it's the blurring of those lines that excites us. And so we've been, you know, curbside pickup and buy online pickup store now seems like old news. Um, now it's more exciting to do live video shopping from our store. Um, we do events in store again. Imagine that. Um, and kids are coming out and having these beautiful Instagrammable moments with their friends. 
Um, so it's just this innovation play that I think that the pandemic, you know, trying to keep a glass half full uh, point of view is really helping us accelerate. What can you share with us about the innovation, the digital innovation in store that sometimes translates outside, but not always, but whether it's, you know, bringing clothing to you when you're in the, you know, when you're in the, in the uh, dressing area, whatever it is, like just share some of those things because some of them are absolutely astounding and anything new that's coming down the pike that you can share, I think people would love to hear about. I think the biggest excitement we have is um, making sure that our store associates feel like local influencers to that particular community. So, you know, we're, we're a chit, we're a brand that has 900 stores, second largest store fleet next to old Navy, but we, we don't feel like a big corporate chain. We feel like this is your local American Eagle store. We started this program called my AE, which are store associates who again have influence in their market and whether it's in-store events um, or um, so, so styling. Sorry, step back a second. Yep. So store associates, also known occasionally as salespeople, yep. but known very much as store associates in, in the American Eagle infrastructure who have a following in their market. That's right. That's right. So they're not huge. It's not like they have 100,000 people around not the at country. All. In their market, where they live, they have a following. That's right, David. Our philosophy at American Eagle is tops down, bottoms up. We're very proud to work with people like Addison Ray, who have a bajillion followers. But we found just as important is those kids in their local communities that understand, you know, the style trends, the cultural trends, um, uh, the philanthropic trends that that drive their community. And we've really activated them um, throughout 2020 into 21. Um, and the reaction we're getting, not just from a market share, dollar share, financial perspective, but from a mind share perspective as well. We're really capturing the mind share of these local communities, which to me goes back to this enduring customer experience that we strive for. So again, the associate does what? So they post so, from the store? That's right. Yeah. We've created these studio um, corners in the store. Um, they curate their, their picks, their product picks. Um, they publicize their local events, again, to, through their social media handles. Um, and kids have been coming in and having these great social moments and, and you know, ha- getting these stylist tips, getting these very personal experiences. Um, and that's generated a lot of buzz in their community and a lot of buzz on, on social in these local communities. Um, and has really, again, I think helped us um, beat the trend of store traffic. And we've continued to build on traffic week over week. And there are ways that I can remote shop into the store as well. It's crazy, right? Yeah. So if you still feel um, like you want a more uh, safe experience from the comfort of your home, you now can do live video shopping with these My AE store associates. Um, and they will, again, walk through the store with you and, and pick out product um, that that you know fits your trend, fits your style. Um, and we're in in in, a, in trial mode with ten stores right now in this program. It's been fascinating. These kids are having so much fun, and again, I think just proves the fact that innovate or die. Certainly in my industry, but probably um, for many of the industries that are represented here on the Millennium Alliance. And you also have, as I recall, a award-winning app. I mean, as I recall, I use it. You have an award-winning app, which is really easy to navigate and. I think is actually 
pretty spectacular, um, as well as a really interesting rewards program. Yeah, and the rewards program, it's called Real Rewards, was launched in June of the pandemic. You know, timing is everything. But I mean that in a positive way. We've never seen the uptick of a loyalty program um, as fast as this. And, and now we're knocking on 70% of our AE purchases are coming from that loyalty program. And so it's a program where we get to know our customer a little bit more. We get to offer them what they want when they want it. Um, and we're getting just, again, terrific um, uh, feedback from the customer. So we talked about our local influencers, and you mentioned a very big global influencer. Why don't you share something about the work that you've done on TikTok, Snap? Like, I, I think there's so much incredible innovation around the marketing that you've done and the stars that you've worked with and how they work with you. And Yeah, David, I, since I've been in the retail game for quite some time, I have to admit, I have a healthy skepticism of so-called influencers. But TikTok has changed my mind. Um, what our influencers wear on TikTok sells and sells immediately. And again, Addison Ray's probably the, the biggest example of that. Um, but our sister brand, Ari, um, is, you know, had one of those viral moments that every marketer wants, but all of us know is not something that you just dial up. Um, we had a no-name influencer wear something called a crossover legging um, that truly went viral. My high school sophomore daughter, you know, said, boy, dad, you're, you're the smartest marketer on the planet. And I said, what do you, what do you mean, Camille? But this was really created by, um, uh, you know, someone out in the universe. And this thing now is uh, something that sells out on a regular basis. We literally can't keep it in stock. Um, and so again, this, this TikTok uh, platform, um, has been a game changer in terms of the ability to drive brand love and brand engagement, but more importantly, truly drive financial resorts. And so where, where are you advertising today? Like how has, you know, how well, has we're, it changed? Yeah, we're basically 100% digital now. And again, you know, self-aware that we have a younger Gen Z audience, age 15 to 25, but you just follow the data and that tells you that that's where you should be. Um, and so social is important to us. Some digital publishers are important to us. We certainly um, have had success also with the Roku's of the world because we know kids are not watching linear TV, but they are streaming. Um, so we're having success there. Um, I think, again, this is one of the most unique and most fun times in terms of media buying. And it's really pushed us from a creative content perspective as well. Um, and we've embraced it. It's been a lot of fun. So I know a lot of CMOs are often not quite divorced, but not quite married to the system, meaning that they do this CMO thing, but there's a sales group and there's a product group and there's all these other groups. And occasionally they like to talk to the CMO, but not always. I think it's a little different. And American Eagle. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, we're, we're really into building true relationships with our external partners. Um, and I take the time and attention to go through every piece of creative with my team. Um, and, and I think this goes back to, we only have so many levers in this hyper-competitive retail world where the big three, Amazon, Walmart, and Target just keep getting bigger. And brand is the first thing that we have. And then our product quality is, is, is right there with it. Um, and so we 
pay attention to the details. We take time to develop those relationships with the platforms. We take time to go out into the field. I was just out on store visits last week. So I think it's those attention to details for all of us as marketers are important because this is the time to accelerate your brand, accelerate your business. Um, and again, we, we, we pay attention to the details. Now, there were a bunch of brands that maybe for good reasons went to the dark side, not dark like they stopped talking, but they went to the dark side during the pandemic. Bad time, things weren't good. American Eagle just kept the optimism. In fact, you probably upped your optimism factor. Yeah, and, and I think that, that our, yeah, I mean, A, I think we stayed true to the brand values for both American Eagle and Airy. We've always been brands that everyone is welcome and we're optimistic. But we, as you know, have a panel of 2,000 kids that I can ask any question at any time of any day and get a read on something. Um, and it is very clear that mental health has become the number one concern of, of Gen Z through this pandemic. And just as clear as, as they wanted someone uh, and, and they wanted brands to champion the positivity that still existed out in the world. And again, that's not, bec- that's not saying that we don't have our head in the sand. There's lots of things going on out there, but we have chosen to embrace the positivity out there. And I think we're getting paid for it again um, from an enduring mindshare and market share perspective. Well, having seen your new photo shoot, I'd say yes. I, I'd say you're doing an awesome job. So how about purposefulness? Let's talk yeah. about purposefulness a little bit because we hear so much about that. And you did talk a little bit about that earlier, about kids are concerned about things. Kids want to hear more. And yet so much of what we hear about the purposeful world is like a crock of shit, yeah. sadly. And many, many, sorry, folks, and many, many companies just sort of glom on to jump on bandwagons and really have no brand connection to whatever it is they think that they're doing. How do you feel about that? And how, has, how have you distinguished the marketing of American Eagle? Yeah, Dave, I couldn't agree more. I, I think that marketers should do few things as best as possible, as opposed to the spray and pray mentality. And so we asked our kid, you know, again, going back to Consumer Insights, what are the causes that are most important to you and how can our brand um, in, engage in those areas? I've talked about mental health. Sustainability is probably the second biggest thing going on out there. Obviously, my industry doesn't have a perfect track record on sustainability efforts. I'm so proud of the progress that American Eagle has made. Um, and again, I think we're getting paid for it. Um, the, the work that we're doing to make sure that our jeans and other products are made in the best possible way is certainly industry leading. Um, and we're communicating that in a more effective way. We stand um, very strongly, um, especially during Pride Month, but honestly, all 12 months of the year um, for the LBGTQ community. Um, and again, that's something that's very, very authentic to us. Um, and so, you know, we, we, Go after those fewer things, and I think we do them really well. Um, and again, our kid is saying that they're connecting with us on that. Right, and you know, again, and I'm proud as a board member just to see the things that that we've supported, whether it was gun violence and end to gun violence, whether it was you know BLM, anti-Semitism, UNICEF. It's just amazing, and it's real because it comes from the associates. So I just want to remind everybody that you can put questions into chat. And we'd love to, to take your questions. And I see we do have one, Craig, from Justin. 
He'd love to hear more about the panel of 2000. Yeah, Justin, I think it's a great question. And I think, again, my encouragement to this community is get as close to your customer as possible. Um, And we were feeling like, yeah, you know, we do the focus groups and we get the third party research, but we didn't have as close a connection uh, to, to really test whether it's a product, whether it's a line, whether it's a cause, whether it's just taking the temperature of what's going on out there. And so we um, very scientifically went out and found a nationally representative um, um, segment of 2000 of our kids. Um, And I kid you not, and and David really knows this because I always am asking this panel because I constantly get questions from my CEO. I constantly get questions from our chief creative officer. And listen, we're, we're, we're in a business in the retail world that it has to be the blend of art and science. So we do a lot of things from our gut. But these kids are the gut check to make sure that we're on the right path. Um, and again, I would just recommend get as close to your customer as possible. This panel has really worked well for us. So a couple of more questions. Um, somebody, Paul, is asking about the big three, Walmart, Amazon, and third was? Sorry, Paul, uh, Target being the other one. Target, and all three of them accelerating, obviously, during the pandemic. Um, and all have their place for being in the marketplace. Um, but we think we've carved out um, uh, space for us um, uh, to, to, to compete um, for, for this Gen Z wallet. Um, again, we are brand-led and product-led at the end of the day. Andy was paying attention here to mention Roku, and he's asking, do you even bother with 30-second spots anymore? Not really, Andy. So, um, you know, we have um, large video screens in all of our stores, and so we do have to give longer form content to our stores. Um, But, you know, I'm sure, Andy, you've seen the research, you know, Gen Z has the attention span of a gnat. Um, And so our team spends much more time on three seconds, seven seconds, and then maybe 15 seconds if we're getting crazy um, than anything to do with 30 seconds. Um, So that that's our brand, you know, there, there's still compelling longer form content out there. And, um, but, but again, we found that shorter attention span is, is certainly uh, something that Gen Z is, is all about. So Peg, as you know, and as we've discussed, I'm all over this no tracking and, and Apple's new move. And they put, by the way, if you haven't seen it, uh, they have a new commercial out that is really killer. Um, what do you think? How is that going to affect the industry? You know what? Um, we've spent a lot of time analyzing it before it happened, and we're spending a lot of time analyzing what's happening right now. Um, if you look at the demographic data, Gen Z tends to be more open in terms of their digital privacy than Gen Xers like myself and, and others. Um, and so I'll be interested to see how much opt-in that those kids have made um, but you wrote a very compelling column uh, just yesterday in, on LinkedIn um, about the fact that for all of us, um, this is going to have to go back again to that close connection to the customer and, and insights. And I think some of it is going to be very refreshing. Um, and I think in some extent, um, we've, we've turned over too much of the interaction with very low or final, very reactive relationships. So I'm excited to see um, what happens over the course of the, of the coming months. What fashion trends are you seeing? I mean, color, color, and more color, femininity, more femininity. 
Um, and, you know, sometimes it's better to be lucky than be good. Um, but we are absolutely in a fashion denim cycle where she wants to go out and she is buying three to five different kinds of fits, both long leg and shorts for the summer season. Um, and we are really struggling to keep some of these fashion fits in stock. I'm, I'm not spinning anyone. It's true. Um, and that just shows us that, you know, we are on a new trend um, that we haven't seen probably since jegging came about and, and I'm dating myself when I even say that that's, you know, 10 Thanks, plus years ago. So it's pretty exciting. So Khalid is asking, what about interactive ads? Have you tested any Roku, Hulu? We have, um, and, and during Q4 Khalid, we've been out um, um, with Roku, um, uh, kind of pushing ourselves and actually pushing them a bit. Um, we know our kid loves streaming and, and we know that, they're on Netflix and to some extent Disney Plus. Obviously, those platforms not ad enabled just yet. Um, so Roku has been a great partner of ours, um, and uh, we have something up our sleeves for the back to school season with Roku. Um, my team would kill me if I told you specifically about it, but it is absolutely all about the um, school hallways becoming the runway, um, and um, we're going to have a really clever interactive experience with Roku in the July and August timeframe. Innovator die, right? I love it. That's right. So Victor, Victor, guys, all of you listening, please keep the questions about. We have a few more minutes. So this is your opportunity to ask Craig. So Victor's asking about digital insights and data that you're able to give the store associates and how they might, if you do, how they might use that. Yeah, Victor, we're getting better. Um, and better and better at this. And I think the real rewards program that I mentioned before, our loyalty program is really the big unlock. Um, there are different tiers of that program. Um, we, we know what you've purchased from us before. And so we uh, can enable our associates to more ably make a recommendation for something that they're interested in. Um, and again, I think it just goes back to this thing that Dave and I have talked about this morning is that close connection to the customer, right product, right time. Paul, an active questioner, is asking, what do you do to foster client retention expansion after acquisition? So what's the, what's the aftermarket? Yeah. So uh, we have a CRM uh, program that, that really uh, helps us manage our relationship with the customer. We have insights to, you know, if, if I can get this customer to buy with us again in the next 30 days, that they're X percent more likely to be this type of customer. So... We're spending a lot of time um, on, on driving retention. In fact, that is really been the strongest rebound of our, our customer um, dashboard in the last quarter or so. Um, and, you know, listen, I, I, I'm very lucky as a marketer because we have the best damn jeans in the business at a really compelling price point. And so um, sometimes our jeans are, are the best retention vehicle out there. All right, here's a good one from Jeremy. I love this one because I think you're gonna you're just gonna blow this one out of the water. We hear more and more that branding is just performance media with a longer look back. Do you agree? Guys, How does I mean, AE view branding in your mix? Whoa. Yeah, I love the provocative question, Jeremy, but I'm good gonna one. have to violently disagree that branding isn't an important part for the, the retail community out there and certainly for us here at American Eagle. And, and, and I'm gonna uh, 
reference our sister brand, Aerie, again. Aerie absolutely has a compelling product offering, but there is no doubt that that brand would not be the most successful growth retail brand in North America if it worked for that brand. And that started with the insight of no retouching on real women and celebrating that community. Um, and um, the rest is history. So, um, you know, again, I, I would, I'm a strong believer that, that brand, uh, brand first, customer first, this is a really important part. And of course, you want to get performance media right, um, but you got to get the brand right first. Tell us about, and we really have time only for another question or two, but I'm curious about things that you learned during COVID, rapid change that happened. A lot of companies are talking about this, acceleration of change, but that are now going to become standard operating procedure because actually they turned out to be really good ideas. Yeah. I think one of the most compelling things is honestly our promotional strategy. And I know it may not sound that sexy, guys, I'm sorry, but our industry has made very bad choices throughout many years on uh, you know, the, the addiction to promotion and all of us have pulled back significantly and all of us are reporting just eye-popping uh, profitability numbers. Um, and again, I think it goes back to, if you have a compelling brand, you have a compelling product that people are willing to, to, to pay a fair price. Um, and so I think that's something that I hope sticks with us in, in the near future. And I think you'd probably also have a word to say, a word or two to say about the, the very notion of even inventory control, better understanding your customer so that you had what they want and weren't spending as much on what they really don't want that ends up being marked down at the end, which gets back to your whole promotional thing. Absolutely, David. I think we've really rolled up our sleeves and understood you know, the, the different tiers of stores and different communities and what drives the business and what our kid is looking for. And I think because we did that work um, during the height of the pandemic, we're getting paid off now. Um, and we expect that momentum to continue into our all important back to school season. So Jay is asking, in this world of data overload, does over-relying on data take one's eye away from the large brand picture? Yeah, I think it's about data insights, not not data reliance. And so we are always trying to push ourselves here at American Eagle is to take a step back, exhale for a moment. What, what is the big picture here? What's this telling us? Um, because that will, will help us drive it as opposed to a, um, you know, a quick reaction to some eye-popping number that comes across you know, my, my email or my text throughout the day. Um, and that's what I would recommend to, to this crew here. So I think we've sort of come to the end here. Um, so let me ask one final thought of you. Tell us what should we go to the store and buy and what should we be looking for? Which are the best jeans? And by the way, I love American Eagle jeans and this is no joke, folks. I, I wear them, they're amazing. Um, what should we look for? How should we fit? And how are you going to make that easy for us? We have found that when someone tries on these jeans, they you know, become customers for, for life. To answer your question on what's, what's happening right now, for female, there's no doubt that the mom jean trend is the hottest trend out there. But take a look at our 90s boyfriend and also the flare. The flare is, is back in a big way. So those are the three if um, you're shopping for, for, for the females in your life. And on the men's side, um, two things that are happening out there, 
comfort and stretch. So if you're out there, take a look for a gene that stretches and is a little bit more forgiving. And the second is our athletic fit um, for, I guess, all the guys that have been on the Peloton or, or whatever it is during the pandemic are just blowing out. So that, that's something for, for the guys. So I hope you enjoy that free pair of jeans on us at American Eagle. I can honestly tell you that this stretch are the most comfortable jeans you've ever worn. And they're soft and they're amazing. And I, I defy you to put them next to a $300 pair of jeans. I swear this is true. And if you can tell the difference, send me an email because you can't trust me on this one. Anyways, thank you so much, Craig. You are, this was great. I, I'm sure that everybody who was listening took away as, as much as I did. Um, it's always wonderful to talk to you, even though I do talk to you quite a lot. But in a, in a forum like this, it really is, it really is amazing. Again, this is David Sable for the Millennium Alliance. So happy to be here with all of you. And I look forward even more to seeing everybody in person and hopefully have a chance to do another session with you uh, this time live. I want to thank my, my good friend, associate, colleague, and inspiration, Craig Brommers, the CMO of American Eagle, for spending this time with us and for sharing his great insights. And based on the response, it looks like all of you agree. Um, Craig, thank you. Keep killing it. Everybody enjoy your jeans and let, let Craig and the world know how much uh, you like them. So with that, stay safe, stay well, and thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe to the Millennium Live podcast. New episodes every Monday. If you have interest in participating in a discussion like this one, feel free to reach out to us. Email info at mill-all.com.